Alright, this is the Foot of Three official podcast, Certified Buckets. You with your boy King Willow. I got King Cash with me here. Uh-huh, we in the building. This is an official episode number nine. It's been a long time. We've been gone for a long time, but we back. It's the playoffs. We in the NBA bubble. Shit been going down. We live. Yeah, I mean, I just wanted to address a couple things in this episode that's that's of recent occurrences, you know. As we've seen with LeBron James, you know, he just, I think he just broke the record for all-time scoring in the playoffs. Yeah, reaching another milestone. Yeah. All right, that's another milestone on his, on his, on his, you know, his bracket right there. We're going to tap into right, that. Resume. This Boston, this Boston and Celtics. This Boston Celtics and Toronto Raptors series is looking crazy. Like, yeah, this game, this figured that was going to Game Seven, though. You know, when I started, you know, everybody, everybody probably figured that was going to Game Seven, though. But the I way that honest. just ended just now was crazy. Two overtimes. They see two overtimes yeah. in a minute. Yeah, that shit was wicked. I didn't think. It and was they just go. argued just now. I didn't think Man, it was going to go six on. games, though. I'm gonna be honest. I thought it was going to go like. Four one. I'm gonna be honest. I thought Boston was gonna pack them up early, but I guess I thought wrong. Now Toronto, you know, some fighters. That's we a good can see team right there. We can see you know. Really, they got the Celtics got like they got superstars, but they many. They're not superstars yet. They they many stars. So Toronto just don't have that big superstar. They just a great team. So seven games is seven games is what they taking them for. And also, I feel like that that piggyback that they got from Kawhi kind of gave them some more momentum, pushing them into this year's playoffs. You know, definitely, of course, they already no. been there. They've been, and they got the most experience. That's the best part right now. The, the, I, I see it right now that the Celtics, the, the, being that they couldn't close out, they they showing that they still young. They don't have that much experience. The defending champions. Yeah, Toronto. Toronto got that experience. Yeah, they got that experience, but. Boston, they also got a lot of elite players. It may not be experienced, but that elite gameplay, bro, you know that carries on. Yeah, but that's always gonna that's gonna carry on, but for so much. They not gonna win they're not gonna win a chip. You don't win chip without like certain experiences. You know, that was very smart. That was a real good statement right there. I'll give you a hand clap for that one. That was a real good statement. Because most players, most players they don't they don't get the opportunity to learn and see that they gotta get the experience before the gameplay and when they jumping into this type of shit. As fans, you know, we see it. Like, for example, you know, Jason Tatum, he in there bugging right now, but he don't got the experience of being in the Eastern Conference Finals. I mean, well, he do, but as being being there multiple yeah, times. Yeah, as and, a man, like, as, like, man, as yeah. it, like it's, it's his responsibility for the team to win. It's I would say that's a different feeling. This is his first year, I would say, besides Jalen Brown, because, you know, they sharing the they sharing the starlight right now. I like how they doing it, but I would say this is his first year where he officially had to carry them. But you know what? Going into game seven, that's going to be a goodie. I hope everybody is healthy. I hope everybody plays. You know, I, I want to see that go to overtimes like this one just did. I don't think this is the best game or the best series of the, the playoffs thus far because what we witnessed between Utah and Denver was something else. So... I'm gonna um I'm gonna put them to I say who you got winning in. though. Who I got winning? Boston I got Boston. Who you got winning? Boston. Yeah, Boston winning. Like I say game seven. Yeah, Boston. I ain't sleeping on that. 
<laughs> I bet yeah, my I think, bottom dollar on that. I, I don't know. I'm I'm fifty fifty, but I think I might have to might have to take Boston. Mm-hmm. Cause they're gonna come into Game Seven like, okay, we're not gonna sit here and get basically three one by this by 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 these niggas, you know. You know, everybody here nice. We all good basketball players, but we had the we had the advantage. You know, I feel like most teams going into go into it like that. If they had the advantage at one point in the season, at one point in the playoffs, I ain't gonna yeah. lie. Trez just that's how they should Michael go Porter into it. Up. That's how they should go into it. You know, but you know that's that's gonna be a goodie. That's gonna be a goodie. Let's tap into this whole LeBron being um breaking the record for all time scoring in the playoffs. I just want to tap into that real quick. So as we know, LeBron's been to the playoffs. I mean, to the finals nine times, eight times. Nine times. Nine times, and he's only won three. However, his accolades and his milestones make up for his lack of progression in the finals. How do you feel about that? Well, I, I wouldn't say they make up for it. They do a lot for his resume. Winning the finals is what what everybody try to is what it boils down to. So I wouldn't say it makes up for it, but he, for me, his resume is substantial. For me, he's... He's one of the goats. Ain't no taking away from LeBron James. So scoring all them points in the playoffs and being in the NBA as long. I as just don't. Been in. I, I I was confused when on how he. I mean, it's, it's the longevity of him being seventeen years in the NBA. Mm-hmm. But the, it's it's but it's crazy how you could do that and not get to win. That's what's crazy to me. That's what's mind-boggling to me. And I was going to bring up that same analogy, my brother. Yo, how you, bro. How he can do that but not win. Not when. Like, every he, time. And that's why when he was just he was just doing his little um, little, uh, little speech at the end of the game, you feel me? He was like, yeah, feel me? it's cool that, that he did that, but he had great teams and, and players, teammates and all that. I'm like, hell no, nigga. Hell no. Them niggas needed you to win them games. Because if you wasn't there, they wouldn't have won. <laughs> Even though that's some cornball dick sucking shit. But honestly, you feel me? Like, real shit. Half of them players, even on the Cavs, you feel me? First year, them years on the Cavs, him winning all these playoffs games, nigga, they, they won because he was being sometimes clutch, nigga. They, they won because he was going bonkers. You feel me? So, but... That's just crazy. I just feel like at this point now, man, like you, you breaking the all-time uh, point bracket for scoring in the playoffs. I feel like you have to win a championship this year. You have to, man. I feel like he really. I feel like he really should. Like, not that, of course he should, but if he win a chip this year, like it's it's nothing else he has to do. He could just for retire. the most part, yes, he could just retire. Like I'm ready. I, that's my. That's been our favorite player. You know, we shared the same favorite player since 2003 when he came into the NBA. For the most part, when he was bowling in high school. So, watching him play for this long to see him fail again would be more upsetting to me because it'd be like, damn, bro. You know, like I feel like you probably should have been retired. Like you should have been set your old ass down if you would. I would understand if he lose because you know me. It's all gonna come. It's, it's all gonna come down to the complimentary play. You feel me? All, all, all gonna come down to the extra players. You feel me? 
he going he has to do what he has to do and that's be aggressive and feel me feel me facilitating all that make the right play of course he know how to do that but niggas gotta yes, make the shots and they gotta play defense yeah so niggas and, gotta and make shots for the most part he has to niggas win. don't make shots they not winning niggas don't step win. up they're not gonna win exactly well let me put it this way, bro. It, he got Anthony Davis on his team, so it, it, he's yeah, been no, playing for every, Everybody bro. else needs to step up. That's a whole number fact. four, five, six, seven. Whoever else is going to play, they need to play like hard every game. And I, I agree with you, but at this point, bro, it's like it's either you know you put up or shut up. I, I feel I agree with you. He needs to win this so he could just retire. But if he don't win, I feel like he should still retire. All that compliments. All that compliments. He's still going to still be three and six in the final. You know, and if he lose again, that's three and seven. And it's still like he still got the asterisk next to it because the NBA bubble and everything. You know, that'd be three and seven. The way these niggas is balling, I like these. That's because of depth perception, though. That's why they hitting them shots. It's not like the NBA courts, you know, and the fans and everything. But you know, I'm talking about the intensity and just going at each other. Oh yeah, 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 definitely. And they can hear each other more on the court too when they talking and all that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> all that noise is cut. But you know what? That, that leads me on to this right here. The Clippers right now. The Clippers and the Nuggets. What to expect from this series? And if the Clippers do win this series, which they are. What what do you expecting to see between them and the Lakers? Like, how are we viewing this right here? How are we taking a look at this? What angles are we looking at this from? Like, cause as we can see, LeBron got his off game. The team overall has their off days. Besides Anthony Davis, he somehow, some ways, continues to score and dominate phenom- phenomenally. Like, I love it. LeBron too, he doing his thing, but you know that's regular casual LeBron. That's what LeBron gonna do, cause that's just what LeBron does. But as we can see, Braun has his bad games. Paul George has his bad games. Kawhi, he's been playing good, you know. The team... Nah, the Clip- Kawhi been having some bad moments games, too. Yeah, but he still scores more than 20. You know, that's that's an understatement for Paul George. He had his... if He had his hair, hairs and hairs and theirs. But what are we expecting to see between these two? I feel like the game is just going to change, like, completely. Like, I feel like... Everybody about to come in and just straight play ball. That's if the Lakers beat the Rockets. Yeah, the Lakers definitely going to beat the Rockets. We'll see, about that. We'll see, we'll see, we'll see. I thought that LeBron, like, because, um, um, what's this man named? D'Antoni said that he was going to get. Eric Gordon to guard LeBron, I thought that would be a bad idea. But as it turns out, having Eric Gordon on LeBron and putting PJ on Anthony Davis, that's making the game hard for the Lakers on offense for them. So it's like this, the small ball is crushing they big. Yeah, bro. For real. You ain't putting this they stuff. Don't need no, nah, they don't need no big. That's the problem. That's why when they got Anthony Davis at the five, it was more better. I noticed that too when they put him at the five because you could just dish the ball out to him if he's close to the basket he's gonna put yeah, it. That's in. why that's why they was going on so much of a run with Rondo in the game because LeBron don't have to do so much. Facts, he could, facts. 
feel me? He played off the ball, and that's why he killed Eric Gordon, because, nigga, Eric Gordon can't hold him. Nigga, he's too big. Everybody else on the team is too big. And one thing, and I, and I don't know if, if people notice this, I just want to put this out there to all the fans. Follow us on Instagram. For the three underscore, subscribe to the YouTube channel, For the Three TV. Tap in and certify buckets is out on Apple Podcasts. It's out on Spotify. That shit out everywhere. I don't know if everybody noticed, but the Clippers run small ball too. Yeah, definitely. They run small ball. So I feel like now with the Lakers playing against Houston, if they are able to overcome that small ball lineup, we may see LeBron beat Kawhi Leonard in the playoffs. We may. We may. The chances are that, you know, we always going to put that 50-50 because that's like the kryptonite to Superman. No, it's just it's just reality, nigga, for lose. Yeah, reality too. But, you know, some teams, you know, you go already see it's going to happen. Like, yeah, they about to lose. Like, they about to go past them. It's like, nah, we man, didn't. the way they beat them, the, 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 the way they beat them and LeBron played the last two games. Yeah, um, they played good. They played good. But of full strength, of both of them at full strength, and that's yeah, they only play real good. Avery, and that's on, and that's only missing the Avery Riley. I don't, they, they could beat them, period. I could see LeBron beating them, period. But it's just about them, like I said, niggas actually making the right plays, niggas actually scoring, actually getting rebounds. That's it, like, because they could have good games. It's, it's at the end of the day. You don't want Montrez to have a good game. You don't want Lou Will to have a good game. And you don't want Pat Bev to get in people's heads and, and be a pest all day. You want to shut him up early. And once he shut up early, nigga, Montrez shut up early. It's quiet. LeBron probably mentally prepared them niggas to ignore Pat Beverly, though. You know, LeBron been dealing with that shit for years. He probably really, like, mentally prepared them. Anthony Davis, too, you know. Everybody got their fair share of that nigga. He is annoying, but I ain't going to lie. That shit worked. Word, I feel like, like Denver is going to take them to seven, hopefully. Mm. I feel like they'll take them to seven. If not, they're going to lose in six. Knowing Denver, so the score is 39-27. I know you tuned in right now. This is We're going to let the fans know it's 39-27. I think they're still in the first quarter. We know Denver to be the team to come back and 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 make shit make shit even around the third fourth quarter and shit like that you know Jamal Murray Jokic them niggas is random buckets however the way they are playing right now if they continue to ball this way they're going to go up 3-1 giving them the momentum going into game 5 once they get into game 5 i don't really see too much hope for Denver yeah you could pull that shit off on uh on Utah but nah Donovan Mitchell is a beast, but Kawhi Leonard is a different You know, Clippers is just a better team. Overall, overall. But, yeah, you know, so. But they need to, like I said, they, it, both, for the Denver and, and it, for Denver, the Lakers, and the Clippers, it's just all about the other players, you feel me? Like, your two stars could do what they do, but all the other players got to step up. Houston is another story. True. True, you, they right about stars. that. They two stars. Well, yeah, last night they two stars definitely stepped up, but nah, Russell Westbrook be wildin' sometimes. I don't, I don't see Westbrook having another thirty point game next game. So yeah, he be wildin' sometimes. I ain't gonna lie. Some of the things he be doing is kind of questionable. How he got thirty points is beyond me, bro. I ain't gonna lie. 
Like, I literally sit here and I looked at my TV like, he scored 30. What? I didn't even know that, to be honest with you. But this, there's one more thing I really wanted to tap into. There's been speculation going around NBA Twitter and throughout the NBA news talking about how my son Steve Nash is basically not saying he's a racist, but they're saying that the league is racist because they chose him over like a list of several black coaches that could have took the role before Steve Nash. One thing I wanted to address about that. Yes, Steve Nash may not have no experience being a coach, but he is by far one of the smartest playing guards that's played in the league. And this is where we go to talking about experience and the longevity of how long you've been, I guess, in the league or just been doing what you do. I don't know if people know this, but I looked this up. (laughs) It was times on the Phoenix Suns where Steve Nash had to do the same thing LeBron does. He had to run the play. He had to write out the play. He had to tell players where to go and what to do in order to get a good bucket. When they played the Lakers in that playoff game, I forgot what year it was. I think it was 2007, if I'm not mistaken. Steve Nash wrote the play that I think led to, a, uh, I think it was a Roger Bell bucket or a Leandro Barbosa bucket. One of them two. He wrote, wrote out that play. So this is for the people that don't know. Steve Nash has coaching experience. Y'all just won't know that because he was a basketball player. So when people put the ignorance to the side and stop letting the media fuck y'all heads up, understand that he has his experience. And then before anybody judges, do the research. Don't listen to what nobody say. Yeah, some of them other black coaches could have had an opportunity but let's just be realistic. You got Kyrie Irving and you got Kevin Durant, who was already being coached by Steve Nash over in Golden State. You you know that. You know that, Cash. You know that. Kyrie Irving is a point guard who could use some of that Steve Nash experience. Am I right or wrong? Mm, I'm not. You finish. Okay. So with that being said, the whole theory behind it being based off a of race needs to go out the window. And this is me speaking as a fan. I'm black. I'm a, I'm, I'm a black man myself. You know? We, you know where we come from. We come from, we come from the streets. Straight like that. So, I would be able to give my opinion on something that's racist. But I don't feel like it should be dragged that far. I want to see Steve Nash coach the Brooklyn Nets. I want to see him on the sideline with Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant in the playoffs. I want to see that. That's going to be nice for us to see. We from New York. That shit going to be lit, bro. You don't think so? I mean, Brooklyn is already, Brooklyn Nets is already lit. So, yeah, they next year is going to be crazy. Come on. They put Kyrie, KD, Steve Nash, the coach. Come on, man. And that's just going to be even more fire to see Jason Kidd, or, you know, with him in L.A. and and, and Steve Nash on, on Brooklyn. And if they play in the finals, just watching them two back on the court, but just going against each other again. But in Bro. a different lane. Bro, what you call it? Um, when you said Steve Nash got coaching experience, I wouldn't call that experience. I would say, like, 
he got very his basketball. He got very high basketball IQ. He, he like he he knows what he's talking about. So of course, you feel me. Other basketball players, he he's very high on the assist level. You got two MVPs. You feel me? So him getting a job is a, a good thing. You feel me for those players on, on the Brooklyn Nets. But he honestly got the job because he has connections with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. So, you feel me? You get people that already have, like, a mutual understanding with people and know how to deal with the main stars of the team. Like, that's why they probably picked Steve Nash as the coach. And, yeah, he was – I don't know. He was doing uh some – uh, skills things on Golden State. I don't know if he was part of the head coaching staff. Nah, he part. wasn't a part of the head coaching staff, but anybody yeah, that's within some, the training camp, that's he was always doing, yeah. He was doing some part, skills, skills you know? shoot, like balance and all that. You feel me? Uh, uh, shooting, uh, not sh- not really shooting, but like being balanced, being on your toes. He was doing all that with Kevin Durant. You feel me? Being, feel me? So he could be limber. I mean, not limber, but more agile, move around. You feel me? Get his jump shot also. I mean, that that's a equal opportunity for him to be a coach. You feel me? Now whether he he knows how to really coach a team, we we're gonna have to find that out. You feel me? So yeah, it was a lot of other coaches, a lot of black coaches that was that was probably I don't know if they was interviewed or not, you feel me? So whether they was looked over, they just I would say they just don't have that main connection with Tevin Durant or Kyrie Irving. So they didn't get the job. You feel me? Yeah, yeah, it, it could be as simple as that, too. To, to old, that was, that was uh, just racism. Or he, he got the job because he white. Yeah. Yeah. Steve Nash is... That's Steve Nash. Where's where, where Steve Nash from? I don't even know. I think it's like Australia, some shit like that. He, he, he from... I think he's from the same place R.J. Barrett is from, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, Canada. He's Canadian. So, yeah, I think Steve Nash is Canadian. I, I may be wrong. Please do not flame me. I, I'm not trying to put out no false information. Yeah, we don't know where Steve Nash is from. We don't know where that nigga is from. But we do know he can play ball. And as far as we've been watching him, he's a perfect fit for the Brooklyn Nets. As two a, black men, having a coach that, that and Having a coach that actually played the game and been at least – Close to the finals, got MVPs, has that stature of assist leading, you feel me, steals, things like that, accolades of accolades of those sorts. Why would you not with that? You feel me? Why would you not listen to that coach? Exactly. You feel me? So come on, man. He got and enough. He, and he, he was on the, probably, he was on the USA team. He played against Kobe. Jamal you know, Murray only got four points. That's why they losing. See, terrible. Step up. Yeah, I'm watching it too. I'm watching it too. It's kind of taking my focus off because I'm like, damn, like, like, can they play better? I want to nah, see them go to Sanders. That's what I'm saying. That's why they. That's why they may lose because he need to step up. Yeah, he do need to step up. Porter Junior too. Though all of them. Maybe all the lights them. is too bright. They young. Maybe the lights is too bright. Yeah, maybe, right? They playing against vets too. That's crazy. Don't, don't even matter that there's no no fans. It's just the it's the atmosphere. It's the level. It's levels to this, man. What you think of Miami and Boston series will look like? Or Miami and Toronto. How you think that'll look? 
That's going to be great. A lot of defense. A lot of defense. A lot of defense. I agree. Main score probably going to be 110 to 106 every game. I agree. I agree. I agree. And the the craziest part about it is... Probably start betting on those games. It's a it's a veteran mixed young team. Both teams, they got some vets, they got some some youngins. But you know, ain't no vet comparing to Jimmy Butler on Boston. I'm gonna be honest. Not even Gordon Hayward. I'm gonna be honest. Jimmy Butler is a he's a different animal. And when he locks in in the fourth and third quarters, I don't think there's really any shutting that down. And he plays so much defense. He got everybody on that team playing defense. You know who I fuck with so much, bro. Duncan Robinson. Yeah. Definitely. Dunk, Duncan Robinson is a beast. That young man is a for beast. Me, for me, it was, uh, for me, it's more of, uh, Harrow. Tyler Hero and, uh, Kendrick, Kendrick Nunn. Nunn. Yeah, Kendrick Nunn is a beast, too. All three of them. I want, I want to, see, I want Miami to actually go to the Eastern Conference right I mean, I, I think that's going to be, that would be really crazy. I mean, I want and I, I think that would be really, I think that would be really crazy and really big for Eric Bolson. What, to go back to the finals? Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be fire. I ain't going to lie. To see him back there and with Jimmy Butler carrying on the torch from Dwayne Wade. Woo! And playing, and playing against the L.A. team. Woo! Oh, man. Playing against LeBron. Yeah, LeBron playing against was... LeBron. But I'm being, I'm being objective. I'm having objectivity. I'm being objective. And playing against one of the LA teams because I know either one of the LA teams is gonna come out. So yeah, we know this now. That's that's we know that. Yeah, we definitely know that. Hey yo, tune in. We live, baby. They love us, man. This is for the three, man. For the three official podcast certified buckets. Tap yeah. in, and we are gonna edit this. Throw this on Instagram. Show love. That. Period. Look, whenever y'all get the chance. Check us out on Spotify. Check us out on Apple Podcasts. And check us out on Inc. FM. You can even make donations. We traveling. We traveling the states. We recording games. We putting out blogs. We doing everything. We trying to provide y'all all the information from the streets. And on your highlights on Instagram. We doing all that. Everything. Catch us on our next episode. It's going to be episode 10. We're going to drop that for y'all. Same day next week, same time. Stay tuned. Holla. We out.